Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh. All right, good kid. This is the season for mock drafts. I love it. There's so much on the line and at stake for the Bears this offseason. Number one pick, most money to spend. My God. Let's hope they get it all right. A new mock draft is out. This is from the folks at PFF.com, profootballfocus.com. So here we go, Yerk. They've got the Bears moving out of the top spot, moving back one place with the Houston Texans. Trade compensation. Houston moves up to number one. The Bears get Houston's number two overall pick. Which would be behind the one they gave up for Claypool. And then they would also get the 2023 second round pick, which would be number 34. They don't pick until much later because they only have Baltimore's second round pick. Yeah, the 56th after I think. the Roquan deal. Yeah. Exactly. So they get the 34th pick in the draft and the which pick? And the uh, they get the second pick, the 34th pick, and then a 2024 fourth round pick. So fourth round picker. So the points, the points for that second round pick, the value, because you've got to make up 400 points. Right? Right. So you're making up 400 points. What's the second draft worth, that 34th pick? 560 points. Ah, uh, what's the 35th? The 35th is worth 550. 550. Okay, so it's only 10 points. 10 points. So you're actually getting some value there. Yes, it would seem like it, right? And that's fine. Move down, and then if you can move down again, now we're having a party. What's the difference between second and five? Well, let me ask you this. Or second and four? Uh, second and four on the... Sh- yeah, on where's the- Indy? Where's Indy at? Uh, 1,800. The fourth pick is worth 1,800. And the second pick was worth 2,600. 20, so now they got to make up 800 points. Right. See, that's where you're starting to get something then. You're starting to get... By collecting more right. late? I, you, uh, you, uh, for me, I'd get a 2024 first-round pick for that. Mm-hmm. So I'd have an extra first and an extra second next and year. Second. And then they'd have to give me a second probably also. Because mm. you don't know where they're going to be. That pick might be, you know, well, they might make that, the playoffs next year if they get a right, quarterback. And then it's not 800 points. Right, then yeah, it's yeah. not 800 well, points. Well, it could be. It could be, right. but it's, I see what but you're saying. But it's not enough just to get the first. You're getting their pick, right? You're moving down three. Right. You're going to either get Jalen Carter, it looks like, or you're going to get Will Anderson. You're going to get one of those two at five. Right? If you move nah, there. not if you move Well, hold on. Because that third quarterback, somebody still wants Will Levis. Uh, you want to hear how this goes? For, yeah. And, and, and Seattle's picking fifth. So if it goes Bryce Young, it goes C.J. Stroud. Right, here's what they If have. somebody wants Levis, they know they're going to have to move because it might be two, three teams going up. So PFF's got the Bears moving out, moving back one spot. Here's what I don't know, though. Why, like, if the Bears... If nobody buys that the Bears are in the market for a quarterback, why is Houston moving up? Because well, Houston's moving up because you're convincing them Indianapolis is moving up. Ah, uh, that's what you got to do. You got to play one right. off the other. Okay. Well, you got to do what John Lynch did to Ryan Pace. Right, fool him. Yeah. Okay. Houston goes up and selects Bryce Young out of Alabama. Right. They've got the Bears staying selecting, at two, selecting selecting Jalen Carter. Carter, and uh, number three is. Seattle. I want to read you one thing, though, real quick, as okay. I as just from uh, how they pen this. Following some hints and connecting a few dots leads me to believe that the Bears will have Georgia's Jalen Carter, who earned a pass rush grade of 88.9 and 90 over the past two seasons at the top of their draft board. Interesting. Following some hints and connecting a few dots. Maybe some people already know that the Bears are enamored with Jalen Carter, and they don't want to move back any further because they want their guy. They'll be glad to flop with Houston. 
And maybe you try to fool them and convince them that Indy's going up to get Bryce Young and they get what they want. And they add that second-round pick, that early second-round pick that they no longer have after the Claypool deal. But they don't want to move back again because they really, really like Jalen Carter. They want him, and that's who they're going to take. So that's how they have this going. Bryce Young, one to Houston. Jalen Carter, two to the Bears. Will Anderson, three to Arizona. Will Levis, four to Indy. So the Colts still getting a franchise quarterback. Well, at least one that they hope will be their franchise quarterback. And then Seattle going with uh, Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech. And that's like the first one that's, boy, they've got Devon Witherspoon, the kid from Illinois, going all the way up to six to the Lions. And then they've got, I, I saw uh, they've going, got Skaronsky going right, seven seventh. to the Raiders. I saw a mock that had the uh, corner from Illinois going like 17th. Wow. Yeah, that's a huge move up. Yeah. Huge. Where's my guy from Pittsburgh? When's he getting taken uh, in this one? That's what I'm looking for. Hold on. Let me see. See, Mel had him. Mel Kuyper had him uh, because he's seen it. They've got him going 18th to Detroit. There you go. I mean, Detroit that's good going for defense, Detroit. Defense, defense. And uh, the other one had him going to Baltimore. Yeah, it sounds... Yeah, they had him going to Baltimore in the, in the other one, so... Yeah, I told you that kid could... When I saw him play, I, I looked at him. I said, boy, this kid could play. Mm. What made you watch a Pittsburgh game? Just to- no, I looked, I looked up the top 10 oh, defensive tackles I gotcha. because I wanted to see what was available out there. I gotcha. And then I said, okay, there's a kid from Pittsburgh. I'm telling you, there's another D lineman for Pittsburgh. It's got a single-digit number like this guy. What are they putting in the water? Well, I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> I had trouble sometimes... Because both guys with single digits look the same. They look identical. Really? And they really had good hand, you know, play, yeah. good hand movement. Didn't like to get blocked. But when I got our guy's number, he stood out. But they got another guy at Pittsburgh that's stud. Elijah Cansey is the kid that Yoko yeah. really likes. But there's another kid that's a stud at Pittsburgh, too. So sometimes when you're watching film with somebody, you see somebody else that kind of stands out a little bit, too. He's got a teammate that's good, too. This is what they write about Cansey at PFF. In a defensive tackle class that feels light on impact players after Jalen Carter, Cansey sure made his case to be the second one selected in April. Though he's a bit undersized at 6'1 and 280, he's an absolute menace on the interior with fantastic burst, burst, great use of natural leverage, and the fastest hands in the East, and a motor that doesn't quit. He recorded 27.5 tackles for loss and 14.5 sacks over the past two seasons where they are you ready for this 22.7 pass rush win rate i know he's playing in college that's a big number and i like what they write exactly what yurko just said the fastest hands in the east those violent hands those guys that don't like to be blocked that's what you always say that's what you should be looking for especially those guys on the interior that have to get through the wash they got to break themselves free because what happens is you're always locked up and you're always engaged right now, how do you break yourself free? And then to have a variety of things you can do, you know, sometimes off the line of scrimmage, you got to change up your game. You do the same thing every time. Yeah, I reach in the toolbox, I, I grab the sledgehammer every time. At some point, they know the sledgehammer's coming and they're bracing for it. Uh, I watched uh, the, the film I played in New Orleans in 93, and I swam Joel Hilgenberg three times in that game. Yeah, Twice I made the play, once I looked like a fool. Okay, but that's what happens when you gamble. But... When you give them something different, they can't sit on something. And guys that can utilize their hands and do different things that can make you miss, they make life easy for themselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're working all day, but then sometimes you can make your life easier. And the kid from Pittsburgh, 
What did I say? You've never been saying it. October, I yeah, said it. Been, you've been saying it. I said it. I said, this kid from Pittsburgh's pretty damn good. And he's flown up I these like draft boards. Yeah, well. Because he had another monster year, and now people see just the, the natural ability yeah. and the hands and the, the violence. Yeah. And you love it. Clay's in Buffalo Grove on ESPN 1000. Hey, Clay. Hey. So I was listening to that mock draft you're saying there. If the Bears trade with Houston and get the number two pick, I'm suggesting what the Bears should do. Trade that to uh, the Raiders for their number one pick in Devontae Adams. Yeah. I don't know that they want to trade Devontae Adams. I don't know if they're in a rush to do that or not, Clay. Would I Would I be interested in that? We've discussed it a little. I absolutely would be. Okay, well, I of course. absolutely would be. I, I don't know. Of that, course, you would. I, I don't know that they're in any hurry to to move off of him, yeah, even with the I transition so. that they're going through a quarterback. But yeah. if it were possible, Clay, sure. Let's see what that contract means for the uh, Raiders, because the Raiders then got to do some eating, right? Yeah, they'd have to eat that contract. I don't know well, how whatever's accelerated into yeah, that. Second I don't know year, how right? happy they'd be. There's 2023 dead cap, 31 million. It's a lot. They've got a potential out in 2020. After the 2024 year, mm-hmm. going into 2025, they've got an out where the dead cap's only 15-7. And that might be something they're taking a look at. He's 32. That's his 32-age year. He'd be 33 going into 2025. I think they keep him. They utilize him. They keep him in 2024. And if they want to move on, they move on after that. The guy's still a monster. I don't man. think he's going anywhere. Devontae Adams, I, yeah. my prediction to you today, yeah. he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, he led the league in touchdown receptions again. He had 14 of them. How are his yards? He's just a monster. Do you remember we talked about at the beginning of the year what his numbers would be? Whether his numbers would be to his average or whether they would be under his average? Would the quarterback, would would that be affected or not? Did he go up in both yards and both touchdowns? He went up in yards per catch, and he went up from last year in touchdowns, but not the uh, 2020, 2020 campaign. He had 18. No, no, we're just talking about from 21 to 22. Okay, yes, he had more. He had... He didn't have more yards. He had a few less, but he had more yards per catch because he only played. He missed the game last year, so he played. Well, he played one more game, and he actually had fewer yards, but he had more yards per catch. He had twenty-three fewer receptions this year, York, but he had three more touchdowns. So less receptions, less receptions, more touchdowns, more touchdowns less yards, but more yards per catch. But what well, doesn't matter? Okay. Just it was total raw numbers. All right. Yes, he had a few more yards, but he he's wonderfully. It sounds like he's wonderfully productive at getting into the end zone. Yes, that's what he was. So good for him. I didn't. We were trying to anticipate what his numbers were going to be and how his numbers were going to look, and the fact that he had more touchdowns. The yardage is minimal, though. It's minimal. It's minimal. It's minimal. So I'd say that's a washing yardage, more touchdowns, so he's much more productive receiver uh, in 2022 than he was in 21. I'd say that's a win. That's a win for the for the Raiders. It's a win for Devontae Adams. Yeah, I agree. And it was obviously a loss for the Green Bay Packers in yes. the short term. No doubt. Unless Christian Watson becomes a stud no doubt. and Daubs becomes a stud for them up there, too. I mean, those two guys got to become studs to be able to replace Devontae Adams. Right yep. now, it's a loss. The guy's been an absolute monster. The last three seasons, 47 games, 43 receiving touchdowns. The guy's had almost a touchdown a game, York, the last three seasons. He's got nearly 4,500 receiving yards in the last three seasons, yeah. which, by the way... Might be the Bears franchise record, and I'm not even joking. It's not too far off. Oh, yeah, it's, it's right about seasons. there. Yeah, it's right about there. 
The last three years. I'm, I'm looking at it too, Carmen. I'm like... Incredible. I'm looking at the total amount of touchdowns too. 32, 43. He's got 43 touchdowns. 43 touchdowns might be on a record with the Bears too. It's an, I mean, yeah. What the hell's going on crazy. over there? Two more years of productivity similar to that. He's at 12-6. He's at 115 touchdowns. He's a Hall of Famer. It's, it's nuts how good he's been. No denying it. He Tyler, would be a Hall of Famer. Tyler's in Northwest Indiana. Hey, Tyler. Yurko, how's it going, man? Good, Tyler. What's up? Hey, not much. Hey, appreciate that video again. Oh, this is my guy Ty uh, Derby. This is Tyler Derby, Tyler, the Jaguar the fan. Jaguar That's fan. the fan of the year down there. He's up for the uh, NFL fan of the year, Super Bowl voting. Nice. All right, what I, do you got, Yeah, heading to Phoenix here next week. But uh, anyway, calling to talk about the draft. Usually, being a Jaguars fan, we're usually at the top of the draft in recent years first time in years where, you know, down at the bottom of the, of the first round, do you think a team like the Bears, for example, would be interested in trading back in first round, you know, like our late graphic, or do you see the Bears just staying put with just the I top s- overall I pick? see the Bears taking your offensive tackle in free agency. That's yeah. what I see. Get, get ready for that, my okay. man. Yeah. Brace yourself for that. The Bears taking gotcha. your guy in free agency. Uh, unless there's somebody they target at that point, that's the only way they go in, but they might have had. They've got to get a bunch of draft capital to move back to where they're comfortable, where they can get their defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And if they get all that draft capital, then they might be willing to move back in to get a guy they target. Okay, but that's the only way it happens. Okay. You've got you to get, be able to get some stuff. Yeah. yeah, Tyler, good luck on that. And you're, you did a video on Twitter. I saw. Yeah. I retweeted yeah. that. He, he's up for the NFL's fan, fan of, of the year. Fan of the yeah. year. Each each fan uh, each uh, team has a fan of the year. Awesome. The Bears have one. Yeah, they do. I just don't know who he is. Who won Isn't it this year? The guy year. Who always dresses up. It's, it's, it's sometimes different. it changes. Every year it changes. So right. I don't know if it did or if it didn't. But uh, these guys are getting voted upon. You can go on to uh, the fan of the year voting. He told me where it was. Sports Illustrated. Okay. Because they're on the cover of a Sports Illustrated, all the fans. Very cool. Yeah. 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter. At Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. And we've told you many times in the past that uh, Johnny Morris, who was a, a, a very famous sportscaster when I was a kid growing up, who was also a bear in the 50s and 60s, Johnny Morris, who last played in the NFL, I think, in 1964, is still the Bears franchise leader in uh, receiving yards, if you can believe it. It's just pathetic. 5,059 yards. So in three years, Devontae Adams is almost there. Like, if you look at Devontae Adams' last four years, he's the Bears. Four years. He's the Bears' all-time leading receiver. It's uh, sickening, my friend. It's Carmen and York. Yeah, I, it's depressing. It's, it not, it's, it's just depressing. It's depressing. It is. Uh, the, you know, the, the Rodgers stuff continues to, I don't know if I'd say heat up. I listened to Wildy yesterday with Waddle and Sylvie. And, mm-hmm. like, he sort of poo-pooed. Schefter's report over the weekend, like each of the last two weekends on game day, leading up to football action, playoff games, Schefter's been on talking about the possibility of Aaron Rodgers being traded. Right. And like two weekends ago it was, yeah, you know, it could happen because there's there's an out, believe it or not, and how much dead money they have to absorb if they do it post, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then this weekend it went from like, 
Yeah, there, you know, it's a, it's a possibility too. Like this was the latest report from the weekend. I think there are people around the league who believe ultimately that Green Bay is going to trade Aaron Rodgers. He certainly sounds like a quarterback who is prepared for that possibility. But at some point here in the coming days, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are going to have to sit down and have an open, frank discussion about what each side wants to do moving forward. And there are people who believe the Packers are open to trading him, and there are people who believe that Aaron Rodgers would like to finish his career somewhere else. So Wilde came on and goes, okay, guys, well, what does that really mean? There are people around the league that believe. What that, What does that mean? I mean, who... who Who's that right. talking what is, to? What that, exactly like, is right. that? Like what exactly? That seems like is a that? catch-all phrase that means yeah. nothing. Right. Like what exactly is it? Is this much ado about nothing, or could the Packers really be toying with the notion of just moving on, being done with him, not dealing with some of the drama anymore? Although it seems like they've mended a lot of the fences. Do they just want to be done with him, and does he want to be somewhere else? And if financially they can do it, where? It's not that $99 million cap hit that Yurko and I first started talking about. We're like, how could you trade him? Who could? You can't absorb $99 million on one player that's not playing for you. There's no way you could do that. If there are some, if there's some fancy language in there that allows them to reduce that, and appears that there is. There is, yeah, because we had talked about it. Right. Yeah, and so there is. And it, and it makes it much more man- number, manageable. Yeah, to like, I don't know, 35, 40 we had talked about. Like, could they find Still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You know, could they could they reach a point here where they just say, we're done? Uh, it would signal to me that you'd be like, what are you entering into then if you're Green Bay? Right? I mean, do you really think you're competing next year with Jordan Love? Are you confident yeah. in that if you're the Packers? Yes, I don't think you, I don't think you are. Unless they do the unthinkable and go from Favre to Rodgers to Love and they're all awesome. I mean, man. That seems unlikely. The odds seem against that, don't they, Yerk? Like, could they possibly pull that off three in a row? I don't know. I mean, would you sort of, if you're Green Bay, would you just want to reset things here? Fresh start, see what you got in love, know if you have to go quarterback hunting again, be done with Rodgers, who's turning, you know, 39, 40 years old here. Like, I'll be honest, uh, if you say bye to uh, Rodgers, you're saying bye to Bakhtiari because mm. he hasn't been reliable here. You're saying bye to Lazard. You are starting fresh. You are starting new. That's where you're at. Yes, if that's what you're willing to do. You're definitely saying about a Lazard. And Jordan Love gets uh, a year or two to kind of figure out what he is. And if you know he's not anything, then you move on from him and you draft the quarterback. Yeah. But things are going to get bad up in Green Bay. Or they uh, they get ready for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Yeah. yeah they're going to they get play bad. the year out with Jordan Love. They they get ready. Maybe they 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 win four games and they put if themselves. They, they thought it was bad this year. <laughs> Oh, please. If they thought it was bad this year. Without Rodgers? Yeah. If you thought 8-9 was bad. Yeah. I, you know. Unless somehow, by some act of God, they've gone back to back to back here. They could put themselves in the sweepstakes to be getting one of the more attractive quarterback prospects in recent memory. Before the trade deadline. I think before the trade deadline, you got a corner that you could move and get something substantial for. Who, Jair? Or, yeah. 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 Well, I'm saying if you're going to blow it up, you got to blow, blow it up. up. You got it. Yeah, that's what the Bears blow it did. Up. Yeah. The Bears did do that. <laughs> I don't think they ever envisioned they would have just three wins in the first pick, but they did go about the business of saying, "Hey, we we know we're going to be bad, but we're trying to reset this." Well, so the, the minute they decided to move on from Roquan and from Quinn, that was it. Yeah, that was a crystal 
clear signal that I, it was over. Dare I say, even when they decided to move on from Mac, they were ba- in the offseason. Oh, they were of basically and like Akeem Hicks and, and take Akeem, on all that dead money. Yes, they were oh, kind of yeah. like we were starting knew. over. They already knew, and if you're here when they're starting over, it, it stinks. Yeah, as a player, it stinks. I bet. But I mean, at least Roquan got his money, which is what he wanted. So he's got it. He's a Baltimore Raven. So they were in the playoffs. He was somewhat happy, was he not? I would think he's happy. Sure. There you go. Got to play in the playoffs. He's got his. He got paid. He got his twenty million a year, which is what he wanted. Uh, Roberts in Franklin Park. Hello, Robert. Uh, hey guys. Uh, I kind of joined late when you guys going down the list of uh, free agents of possible linemen. Uh, I don't think the Bears have a center on on this roster. I mean, Patrick was barely on the field. So I was just wondering, what do you guys think the Bears can do to possibly get a center? And a quick question, when does Jordan's love contract end? Thanks, guys. So you got uh, it. Okay, they think they got one in Lucas Patrick. Well, that's it. You nailed it, Robert. Right. I, they believe their guy is their guy. He just didn't get to play this year. That They signed Lucas Patrick. He's just hurt all year. He was hurt in training camp, got hurt in the season. Yeah, I don't think he's the guy. Well, so one thing I saw him. Lucas Patrick do is go backwards very quick. That's the one thing he could do. What did he play? Three games? Uh, How many did he even yeah, play? Three, three and a half, four. I think they tried to make guard for a little bit. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Uh, played, he, he played. I'm sorry, he did. He played seven. I yeah. don't even remember him playing seven. He started five games. Ethan Pochich is out there. Local product. Carm. Mm. Played at LSU. Six six. Was with the Cleveland Browns last Browns. year. So take a look at that name. He's the number one center that's available. He's 28 years old. Local product. On the topic of Aaron Rodgers, Carmen, on the Pat McAfee show just now. This this is from Schefter. Quote, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Rodgers said he's still taking his time, quote, but I'm not a part of those conversations right now. Whoa, let's get that sound if we can, guys. I'd like Which to hear means it. he's moody because he thinks he needs to be involved in everything. Well, he is moody. We know that. He's his, Aaron Rodgers. His, uh, his jockeys are in a bunch right yes, now. Yes, they are. Yes. His Tommy Johns are in a bunch. Mm-hmm. Strikes me as a Tommy John guy. Maybe he's a commando guy. You don't know. Actually, he does kind of strike me as a guy who might go commando. Jordan Love, by the way, Robert's other question was, uh, when is he? he? So this was his third year. So he has another year and then a year after. They'll have. What are they going to do? They have to pick up the third year, the fifth year option this year, right? This was his third year, Jordan Love. Yeah, if they want to guarantee the fifth year, so yes. If they want to guarantee the fifth year, Robert, they'll have to pick up the fifth year option. Otherwise, after next year, he'll be a free agent. He was a first round pick in twenty twenty. That means he gets four years plus the fifth year option if they pick it up. Right, but you got to make the decision after year three to pick up the fifth year, which is now. So that to answer your other question, Robert, that's where they are with Jordan Love. The clock's really ticking on it, you know, in a sense. Of course it is. Tick, tick, tick. Shay, read that again. I I just want to hear what he had said. So is he, it sounds like he's already starting to get annoyed. Like he thinks the Packers are having conversations that don't include him. Uh, It sounds like he knows they're having conversations that don't include him. I just, Twitter just reset on me and reloaded it. But it's, uh, here, I have it here. It sounds like there are already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting, but I'm not a part of those conversations right now. He's mm-hmm. still taking First his all, time. He's okay. the guy that kickstarted the conversations that have to take place. Why would he be shocked that they've got to make a decision on him? You're the guy putting him in a situation where they have to make a decision. What's he taking his time on? He's yeah. going to play, right? Come on, right? Isn't he? Isn't he going to play? I think he's still going to play. I think he still can. She's got 50 million reasons to play. Well, yeah, you don't I mean, think geez. money's important. You're not, you're not paying attention. You're not kidding. 
I mean, that's a lot of guaranteed money you'd walk away from, right, Yerk? I mean, like, a lot. I don't know how you walk away from that kind of money. I don't care what you You make. don't walk away from that money. I mean, it just... It'd be a hard thing to do. Mike's in Tinley Park on ESPN 1000. Hey, Mike. Hi, guys. Uh, I have one question. Well, first of all, I have one comment. Yerk, I used to walk 75. You were a hell of a ball player, brother, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, second of all, if you were a pre- premier wide receiver, free agent, would you want to come to Chicago and possibly spend your whole afternoon downfield blacking? <laughs> well, the answer is no. You don't want to be a wide receiver in the city of Chicago. It's where receivers <laughs> go to die. Blocking. That's it. the truth, though. Well, Moose Muhammad once said that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. it's true. 5,100 5, yards is the all-time franchise record. I just looked because I was curious. Justin Jefferson beat number two all-time. Of course. Of course. Three seasons he's, he's three played. Three seasons. Yeah. Yes. Number two all-time. Right. Mike, but thanks. you couldn't do it here because they've never had a quarterback that's able to throw the ball to oh, any of their receivers. Don't you just want to put your head like through the drywall? Yeah. Justin Jefferson would be the second leading receiver. Here's the best history. thing that's out and there, and he would get it in like four games next yeah, year. He'd be sick. number one. It's Here's sick. the best, and it's not the best thing, but uh, I, it's just frustrating. There's no great wide receivers in free agency. No, there's really Juju Schuster Smith. I don't care Smith Schuster, whatever his name is. There's really not. Uh, Alan Lazard. No. Uh, Jacoby Myers, no. No on all the receivers that are out there that are available in free agency. I don't want any of them. Yerk, I'm flipping through Matt Bowen's Keep list, going. which we talked about. Yeah. The first receiver that appears in his top 50 is Jacoby Myers, 21. Yeah, There's not a wide receiver in Matt Bowen's top 20 free agents available this offseason. Not one. Uh, other wide receivers. Oh, did he put Odell at 26. I don't know that. I don't think Odell's an option for the Bears. I really don't. Right. No, he'd want to go someplace that's closer to winning. He's got Juju, 27th. So that's three in his top 50. I'm just seeing how many wide receivers he has here. DJ Chark, 36. Yeah, it's about right. Fine player if you're looking for a yeah third guy. Right. Doesn't it feel like Odell's just the story's been told? Like when the Cowboys pulled out after essentially yeah. being set, I feel like he's just done. I think there's, I think yeah. there's more talent there. Than there is in every receiver combined that's available in free agency. It might be. Yeah. He might be yeah, like the biggest prize true. out of all yeah. of them, you know? There's more there in the one player than there is in everybody else. It's wild. 312-332-3776. If you want to talk Bears offseason, uh, that mock draft we were telling you about the latest one from PFF, which does have the Bears backing up one spot, flipping with Houston, adding some capital, and then still staying there and drafting Jalen Carter. Plus, we've been talking about the free agent list. We know the numbers now. The salary cap has been set. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Rogers doing his weekly visit with Pat McAfee. Shay read you uh, what is happening there because Adam Schefter was tweeting about it. <laughs> Rogers, it's already starting between those the, between those two. Here we go again. If we get that sound, Jake, let me know. We can play that just so people can hear the actual audio of it. Aaron Rodgers talking about this future. He's gonna he's gonna take his time. He's gonna take his sweet time, Yurko. It does remind you a lot of the Brett Favre thing, you know. And yeah, maybe I'll retire. Eh, maybe not. Maybe I'm not done. Man, maybe, uh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. And can you imagine if he ends up going to the Jets? 
It just really does remind you the whole thing. Their 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 careers, the way they crossed over, how great both of them were, how it's ending in Green Bay. It's uh, it's pretty wild when you think about it. But very rarely do teams or players, I should say, get to sort of stroll off into the sunset like John Elway. I mean, even Peyton Manning left, right? You know, and yeah. went and won another one, even though he right. was kind of along for the ride at that point. Uh, Which Jerome, went two more times with Denver. Jerome Bettis did it the right way. You know? Jerome Bettis did do in it the Detroit, right way. In Detroit, the Super Bowl's at the, you know, up there at Ford yeah. Field at that time. Yep. And he wins it, and he retires. And at that point, he was beat up. Yeah, he was done. But it is, it's, it's rare that guys just get to have that sort of... Seamless transition into retirement that with very little swan drama. Song. That beautiful swan song, Yurko. It it just doesn't seem like it happens very often, especially in a new era and uh, not even new anymore, but just in an era of free agency and things like that. It doesn't seem like that's uh, that's the likelihood of the way these things end. But with Rodgers, there's always drama. There's always a lot of drama. Skinny's in Cicero on ESPN 1000. Skinny, what's Skinny. up? Skinny! Hey, hey, boys, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about, we keep talking about free agent wide receivers, and these guys are bums or band-aids, in my opinion. I yes. looked at the list with you guys. But the thing I think we need to start focusing on is looking at wide receivers on teams that are in cap distress, like Tampa Bay, um, Jacksonville, Buffalo. I mean, there's... <sighs> Jacksonville doesn't have anything you want. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, Jacksonville doesn't have any receivers that you want. Who do you want from there? They just traded for Calvin Ridley. Uh, granted, the guy I mean, in the off season. The in the off season, yeah, they. I mean, they got Calvin Ridley there, but which one of Zay Jones and uh, which one of the other guy that they've got there is Kirk Christian Kirk? Do you Kirk. want? And they're not going to get rid of Kirk. But I'm saying all three of those names are better than almost anything the Bears have. And if you go to Tampa Bay, they're hurting. So Edmonds yeah. and or Godwin, yeah. Buffalo is hurting for cash. I mean, like you have to start going and saying, you're, you're talking about getting capital. I agree. Get the capital so you can maybe get, get, go to one of these teams that are hurting for cash, and they're going to be willing to maybe take a, a fourth round draft pick instead of a first round for some of the guys that are being mentioned. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean that might be a, a path for them, Skinny. Like to to the the trade market does seem to be the way to go with the wide receiver, finding an impact wide receiver. I don't disagree with that. And if you acquire enough of it that gives you some ammo to go ahead and do it, like, okay, I'm interested in those conversations. It doesn't appear to be a problem you're going to be able to fix in free agency. It's why they did the Claypool deal, let's face it. Now, so far in a very small sample and what seven games, it, it hasn't looked good, but that's seven games fingers crossed they can fix this and figure it out that's why they did that deal they looked at the market and free agency and they said we're not going to find anything that's going to help us there all right saints buccaneers titans vikings jags those are your worst teams in terms of cap cap 60 million over 55 million over 23 million 23 million 22 20 million it looks like you've got 12 teams in the league to 13 teams in the league that are negative numbers that are going to need to to do something before the start of the season to be able to make things happen. The Jets, all the way to the Saints, Cowboys, Panthers, Rams, Browns, Dolphins, Packers, Bills, Chargers, Jaguars. So there's a lot of teams there, okay, that you can take a look at. The Bills are there. Bills are there. Right. Chargers are there. Hmm. Do you want any of the old receivers that the Chargers have, Mike Williams? I would. Well, you want Keenan Allen? I don't know. Yeah, do, you want, do you want an aged Keenan Allen? At this point, 
I, I, I'm, Can I'm, he stay healthy? I don't know. My, I my, had Keenan Allen my, this year. My inclination is to say yes. I didn't but. see a lot of Keenan Allen this year on the football field. I mean, when he was there, he was productive, but oh, he, he's great. he wasn't there. How old's Keenan Allen? He is 30. You're right. Okay. He's 30 now. So the first thing they told me in this league is that you don't want to sign free agents over 30. Like baseball. Yeah, that, that's what, well, I mean, the football's worse. Of course. It's a lot worse. I mean, you don't see many guys playing at 38. It's, it's There's a handful worse. of guys, and most of them are quarterbacks, quarterbacks. or kickers. Yes. Guys that actually do something <laughs> I know. don't play past 35. <laughs> Here well, it's the truth. I know. Quarterbacks, they protect them now. Quarterback can play these 90 uh... now. Like an old man. So there's Keenan Allen. You don't want Mike Williams. Mike Williams just got beat up, didn't he? Well, he was hurt, but he's younger. I mean, Mike Williams isn't 30. But uh, he did miss. They both missed games this year. Uh, he ended up missing four games. And he missed games in 2020. He missed games as well. Yeah, he's 28 Mike years Williams, old. Mike Williams, you could talk me into a little bit more because he's younger. And he's a huge... I mean, he's a big, and look at the numbers. Six, four, if you two, look, 18. If you see their numbers, if you see uh, Herbert and their offense is third down numbers when he's on the field, Yurk, and like the safety valve that he is and how much he means to their offense. Uh, huge I- improvements when he's oh, on the field. Ashbeta, he hasn't played a 16-game schedule, but for once. Yeah, see, that's what's scary. But for once. But for once. In the last four years. He's played a 15-game schedule one time. That's what's scary. And 13. he hurt his back again, Yerk. Yeah. Because the, 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 the knucklehead coach had him out there in Denver. Granted, they were down to, like, three healthy receivers, I think, for that game. But uh, that was a bad look. Rogers in Westchester on ESPN 1000. Hey, Roger. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. Um, yeah, all right. So I got, like, a wish list I've been wanting to want to pull off. Uh, somehow I want the Bears to get uh, trade picks to get Hollywood Brown hmm. and then also draft uh, Gibbs, the kid from Alabama. Then you get two home run hitters on the team to go with Claypool and Mooney and Komet. And then you got Fields and you got these home run hitters. This is what the Bears need anyway. Uh, they do need home run hitters. I agree with you there. Um, I don't know if I want to get in the trade market for someone like Hollywood Brown. I mean, that happened last year, and I don't know that it's going to happen again this year. Um, they do need home run hitters, though. I don't disagree with you. And you got to find a few. They think it's going to be Claypool. I I hope so. And you still got to draft them. You still got to draft them. You got to draft them and develop them. We're learning more and more. You can find wide receivers that contribute everywhere. Second round, third round, fourth round. Fourth round wide receivers that are really good. Look at Amon Ross, St. Brown. Fourth round. Fourth yeah. round player. Yeah. Like a huge contributor in just two years. Like, so you can't find those guys out there. Yo, they're there. You know, there's a plethora of them in the second, third, fourth. Maybe not as much in the fourth. I mean, every once in a while. But there's a bunch of them to be had in rounds two and three. You got to do your job and do it well and find your home runners there. And the Marquise Brown thing, again, I can't, I mean, I don't know. They're going to go, you know. That, that's not, and I know well, I, the Hollywood, idea. Hollywood the Brown's idea, in Arizona, right? Yes, he got traded last off. The idea, the home run here, I see what you're saying, Roger, I do. But, like, I don't know. I envision acquiring a guy without having to go into that trademark to find a home run here. I think there's a better way to do it, I guess, is what I'm saying, than going that route. Brandon's in Fort Campbell. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Carmen Yurko, guys. Forgive me, I'm joining the show a little bit late. We had an ice storm down here, and we don't know how to handle that stuff. No, you know of course what I mean? not. Yes, be careful down there. Oh, yeah. Well, they shut her down. They shut down the post. But anywho, um, 
I am very concerned that we're worried a little too much about the wide receivers, which, yeah, it's important, but I'm just so concerned about the offensive line problem. Like, do y'all think we can get better offensive line? Yeah. We've already with uh, the draft. We've addressed it, Brandon. We've addressed it. Whether it's Ethan Pochich at your center, whether it's the uh, the tackle out of Jacksonville, yeah, right. Yes, one of those guys. Whether it's Orlando Brown, which I think is going to be too expensive compared to the kid from Jacksonville. Yep, Juwan Taylor. Uh, we've looked nice. at the defensive line. Some of the guys that we want, we want guys on the defensive line. We address the offensive and the defensive line first. The greatest areas of need for this team: offensive line, defensive line. And then I think you need to get one receiver. And if you get that trade down, you can get that second-round pick. I believe your receiver's coming there. Mm, in the second round. Brandon, right. thanks, buddy. Yeah, I see. That that makes sense. Yeah. If you add another second-rounder, that makes perfect sense. I go to free agency, and I pound my O-line and D-line with I, free agency. I, the draft gives me my pass rusher or my three technique. I, th- I, think, I think you're right. I think That's where hitting, you're at. I think they're hitting... I think they're hitting O-line hard in free agency. I do. They have to. I, yeah, I do. I mean, listen, Carm, I'm not, I'm not a genius. Oh, I'm not, and, and I'm not a, a seer of the future. I'm not Nostradamus. Mm. But the one thing I know is where can I help myself uh, with free agency? And the only place I can help myself with free agency right now is the offensive line yeah, and the, the defensive, defensive line. Yeah. Maybe inside linebacker. Maybe. Yeah, and you, you don't even really... Okay, you maybe. Worry, you worry about that like in the right. second wave. The only linebacker you know? I want is a guy that can come off the corner and get yeah. to the quarterback. That's a second That's wave. That's what guy. I want. Yeah. yeah, And we did it in, in, in Green Bay where we played a, a over-under defensive front, but our pass rushers were linebackers. Hmm. And it was Bryce Pop and it was Tony Bennett. And both of them had a pension to get into the quarterback with two interior defensive linemen. That's how we did it. You can do that and moving a linebacker and you make him a defensive end in obvious passing situations. One can do that. Mm. So it's not an antiquated philosophy that only happens in the 90s. Can you can do that today. now. Okay? Your defense is your defense. Your active people are your active people. You go to a four-man front and it's third and ten, give me my best pass rushers on the corners. I would agree And give that, me my yeah. big, beefy pile drivers that can come up the middle. I feel like Dallas does that with Micah Parsons a little bit, sure. actually. All right, we'll play that Aaron Rodgers sound for you just so you can hear it for yourself coming up next. Oh, the Giants with Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Thibodeau did a little and, uh, bit of this Number seven from Philadelphia. Hassan Reddick. Boom. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York coming right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Coming up in 10 with Waddle and Sylvie. Talk some more football with those guys. Uh, let's listen Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. This just uh, within the last hour or so, his weekly visit on Pat's podcast. On returning to the Packers, here is Aaron Rodgers. I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on. All right, let me, let me just so people aren't too confused, like when I say, are you returning to the Packers? He says, I think so. They were specifically talking about, like, is he being included in all the decision making and all the conversations? Is that kind of the way to set it up, Shay? What's like the best? Yeah, that's I, probably good. Yeah. Okay. So here's Aaron Rodgers kind of talking about the situation and what he thinks might be happening behind the scenes in Green Bay. I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in 
in Nashville, and, and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. When I make up my mind. He is a – listen, if I were the one of the three best quarterbacks of all time, I'd probably be a little bit of a diva too. I mean, he, boy, he's got a lot of it in him, though. But is he, this is – I mean, the... he's really something. Is he playing at Pebble Beach? Is that what he's talking about? He said, I'm playing up in the tournament this weekend. Is he at Pebble Beach? Yeah, I think he is up there. Is that yeah, what he's yeah. doing? He's probably playing in the – Good for the, him. Yeah. Because this weekend's Pebble, right, Yerk? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. When he, I just I was wondering when he said that he goes I'll be playing in the tournament. I'm assuming he means well he'll be out there, yeah. Or, or is he playing like in the stupid Pro Bowl? He didn't make the Pro Bowl though. I don't. The think stupid he, Pro Bowl thing is. This I, week. I don't think he cares about the Pro. I Bowl. I don't think so either. I mean, he's got to be playing at Pebble. I would think that's what he meant. I'm, I'm assuming he's at Pebble. Yeah, but yeah, he's very. <laughs> he's I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. <laughs> Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in. In Nashville, and, and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. I'm not involved at this point, but when I wait, when I make up my mind, all right. So the drama, the beat goes on. It's more drama, you know. That's that's kind of what we've grown accustomed to these last few off-seasons. Wasn't it last off-season when he said specifically all he wanted was to be in the room, to be consulted on roster decisions and to be so. in the conversations? I think so. And then they gave him like $150 million, didn't they? Yeah, and, and now like, they're leaving him out, so good night. Curtain's closing, it sounds it's like. crazy. Aaron Rodgers is there. So he's playing there. That's what makes sense. Steve Young. Yes, Steve Young. I saw Josh Allen is playing. Alex Smith. How could Josh Allen play with a bad elbow? I heard he. I heard Nance say Josh Allen, but how could he play? Yeah, I, I, is he having surgery or not? But Josh Allen is there. He's uh, who's Alinium? Alinium. Alinium. Anybody know? I don't know. Not to be confused with aluminium, mm-hmm. but Alinium is going to be there. Mm. I don't know who the hell that is. Gareth Bale. Yeah, really? Former Tottenham uh, Hotspur in uh, in uh, Real Madrid player. Nice. Madrista. They got a good crew. A good. Uh, They'll good be crew. out there. Harris Barton. I don't know who Harris Barton is. I don't know. Harris Barton. Wasn't he the offensive Harris. tackle for the San Francisco 49ers? Uh, Harris Barton? Yeah, yeah, I think you're I right. Think, I think that's it. Larry Fitzgerald's got a good golf game. He's got a real good game. Real nice golf game. Yes. And he's Pau Gasol. every night? I mean, Pau's seven feet. The shaft's got to be a mile long. It's a big shot out there. Macklemore. The rapper? The rapper, yeah. Bill Murray's going to be there? Bill Murray's always there. Oh, you love Bill Murray. Yes. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Out of Fury. He was one of the guys in the tank in Fury. He was also in the shooter. He was the FBI agent in shooter. Gotcha. Yes. I know you're talking about. They got a good crew. Yeah. Uh, Brian's in Lake Forest. Hey, Brian. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's what's going on? Hey, hey guys. So I wanted to chime in on the um, earlier, the wide receiver discussion. And, uh, I mean, here we are in Chicago, uh, you know, a city that is just dying mm. for uh, star power. Uh, you know, we haven't had a, a explosive, game-changing player since Devin Hester. And if I'm Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, a lot of people out there might think I'm nuts, but there's a guy out of Florida State named Johnny Wilson who yeah. is 6'7", 240, runs a 4'4", 40. I've seen this guy play. He's the real deal. 
He's the next Randy Moss. If I'm Ooh. those guys, I'm, I'm taking this guy with the number one pick. The number down. one pick? Yep, hands oh down. God, he's, Brian, yeah, I'm telling you, he is, he's generational. He's Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase-like talent. I haven't I, seen Johnny Wilson on any of the mock lists. Is Johnny Wilson uh, eligible? Is he, is he a junior? Uh, I believe he's in the 2024 class. Ah, so, see, unfortunately, the Bears will not be able to draft that's him. That's probably why I haven't seen him in any of the mocks. I think you're still a year away, Brian. He is a big boy. I mean, I don't he's know. Big. Looks like he's three years in, right? Oh, is he? Yeah, looks like he's yeah, three years in. Yeah, but it says in. here, uh, Tomahawk Nation wide receiver Johnny Wilson returns for another season. Okay, twenty yeah. twenty one. You got to wait a year on that. Twenty two. He was a portal guy. They had these he COVID was. eligibility things. He was. He was a portal. He, he did transfer. Arizona State is where he started. There you go. He was with Herm when they fired Herm. He said, "I'm leaving." No, 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 because he was at Florida State last year, wasn't he? I yeah. thought he last year was his first year at, at Florida State. Oh, yeah. this last year was. It was yeah. his first season there. Okay, so uh, yeah, that makes sense. So he would have left after 2021 Arizona State, and this last year was his first year there. So you got to wait a year on that one, Brian. Good thought, though. And you're not kidding. They haven't had star power there in a long time. We, we said it on Friday when we were at 93 Octane. You wonder why the Bears have never been able to sustain anything, why their offense can never, other than a few little, you know, yeah, a few little outliers on the on the on the chart, York. If we were pl- plotting the the data points, mm-hmm. a few little outlier seasons where they popped offensively, they've never been able to sustain anything because they've never been able to draft and develop a quarterback. They 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 haven't done well at tackle since Jimbo and Van Horn. That's forty years ago. And wide receiver, you can't draft quarterbacks, tackles, and wide receivers. What do you expect? It's why they are where they are. It's why they've been what they've been. Running backs. That's what we have here. Great. In this city, we've got running backs. Great. That's what we've been able to draft over the course of a lifetime. I mean, that's true, though. Right? Bulldog Turner. Was he a running back? No, Bulldog no. Turner's there. You're thinking of Red Grange. Red and, Grange. Well, certainly Walter. And, 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 uh, yeah, Red Grange. You're thinking of Gale uh, Sayers. The, Gale Sayers, Walter. Who's the one that um, Who's the one that perished a little bit young in the car crash? Willie Gallimore. Willie Gallimore. Thank you. You had guys like that. Yeah, we've done Neil Anderson. Matt Forte was a heck of a player. Um, you know, uh, okay. Yeah. Good, good luck to you, though, being right. in this day and age yep. when that's what you do can't well. Get a receiver. You can't get receivers, get running backs, and linebackers, and quarterbacks. Running backs and middle linebackers. We've cornered the market on. Good for us. Eh, eh, eh. Drives me crazy. Let's hope Ryan Poles fixes it all. And D Lyman. We've done all right. Good yeah, job done done D Lyman. Well pretty well on D Lyman. Wide receivers, quarterbacks, no. It's hard to sustain that defense year in and year out. Yeah. That's why, you know, it's the teams that can replicate the great offense normally are the teams that put themselves in positions to win more games, win more divisions, go to the playoffs. We're going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie in two minutes. Yurko's got the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word on Carmen and Yuriko. Poker Face is one of the best new shows I've seen it's in fantastic. a long time. I, I'm in love with it. It's, it's on Peacock. No, it's on Peacock. No, it's the Lady Gaga story. It's Peacock. It's on. <laughs> it's, Dad um, joke.